Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to the Dwell Podcast. It is your host, Natalie Abbott, and I got my sister Vera here with me, and we are actually the co-founders of Dwell Differently. It is a scripture memory membership. So every month we memorize a new verse, and we are talking about our verse for November right now. Welcome back, Vera. Hey, happy to be here. This is always my favorite interview every month. The first of the month, it's month. always me and Vera. And I mean it every single time. I'm like, yes, I get to hang out with my sister and we get to chat. It and makes be me silly feel together. Very, very loved because you get to interview some super cool people. So when you say that, I'm like, man, I'm like famous or something. You're 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 the coolest. You're always the coolest and always my favorite. So <laughs> that's because I don't know. it's like talking to yourself. So then really you're <laughs> just like hanging out with you. <laughs> I love hanging out with me. Vera's ten years younger than me, but she's my mini me. I feel like I had enough influence on her growing up that I crafted her into myself. <laughs> <laughs> In a lot of ways, yes. Yes. <laughs> No, she's her own person, and I look up to her immensely. So mm, you're awesome. I'll take it. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's talk about our verse. Also, um, we we are we already didn't record this one time, and in that other recording, I noted that you're going to be this is this is dropping on November first, which is Schmitzmas. It's the first day of Schmitzmas. So, um, Merry Schmitzmas, Vera. Can Mary you tell our listeners what that what that means? Yes, I mean, I feel really. <laughs> I mean, am I sacrilegious to insert my own name into Christmas? Uh, basically, it's like a pre-Christmas. It's like a pre-Christmas. It's Christmas yeah. starts. Christmas starts November first in the Schmidt's house because yeah. Yeah, yeah. my husband it might love Christmas music more than any other genre of music, and so and more tunes, than anyone else in the world yes. loves Christmas music. Yes. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, we start early and we start strong and, um, it goes all the way through the first of the year. So we are, we are partying on with all, I mean, we've already, we were hearing Christmas music though, like in October, he plays a few like Charlie Brown Christmas songs on the piano. And so he's been, uh, dusting off the cobweb. So we're partying (laughs) over here. It's Christmas over here. Well, I feel like Schmitzmas is sort of like Lent. It's not actually Easter. It's sort of like the season that leads up. It's a preparation time, and yes. I feel like Schmitzmas is a it's a it's a Schmitz family preparation for the coming of of our Lord. And that's I that's exactly I fully right. Support it. That's right. <laughs> I I I love that. For those of us who still haven't gotten through November and and fast forwarded on to to the beautiful season of Christmas through Schmitzmas, um, we are still <laughs> looking forward to Thanksgiving and we're talking about harvest and abundance. And even though we're not farmers because all the farmers are like, no, no, that already happened. Um, <laughs> all, those of us who are non-farmers are like, it's the season of harvest and pumpkins. And like, this, nothing really gets harvested in late November unless you live in like Mexico. Um, so all you Americans listening to this, sorry. I so tell us our verse. I'm on the edge. <laughs> Okay, so our verse that talks about harvest, it talks about abundance, says this, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. 
Galatians 6, 9. It's so good. It's so good. You said it for me. I did. I said it. Vera always says it, but it it really is. Um, It's this idea of like persisting through hard things, not Mm -hmm. becoming weary Mm -hmm. um, and, and doing, doing what we know we should do, doing the good thing that we're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's this promise that we're looking forward to, this harvest, like the verse says, if we if we do not give up. I love this idea because the older I get, the more it becomes difficult for me to like persist, I think. Mm. You know, Christian life is a long life and there are things about it that sometimes can be just hard. Like there are times mm-hmm. when you just get a little bitter, a little jaded. I'm also a pastor's wife. So you see all the like back side of church life which can be kind of gritty um and that's why we need the gospel mm-hmm. <laughs> we all need the gospel every day yeah. um, but sometimes we just get tired we get tired and so yeah. vera i want to ask you a question what tell me about a time when you persisted or that currently are persisting in doing something that's good even though maybe you're not seeing the results, like you're just believing that promise of like, there is going to be a harvest coming, but I ain't seeing it. And it might Mm -hmm. be a while. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is raising kids. Um, Just the input that Mm -hmm. you have into a a kid's life when they're little, you're not going to see a lot of that fruit until they're much older. So, you know, teaching teaching uh, my kids that when I'm talking to another adult, you need to wait patiently when you say, Hey, mommy, 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 you know, and I say, hold on just one second, let me finish. It takes a, it takes a development of character in my kids to have the patience Mm -hmm. to know, okay, I'm going to respect my mom right now that she said, please wait. And then I'm going to stand here for the next 45 seconds And then mom's going to answer me. Most of the time, it's then every 10 seconds I'm getting pulled at or they cry out and throw a tantrum or whatever. Um, But that Mm. is exactly the type of thing that like really simply, it's like you just keep showing up with your kid with consistency and eventually Mm -hmm. they learn that skill and there is a harvest of like, oh my goodness, they can do it now, you know? Um, (laughs) Which is amazing. And, and, And that's a beautiful thing about having kids is you see... You see your your investment pretty pretty um, quickly when they're little. Um, you mm. teach them things. It doesn't take them too long. I know it's a season, but it doesn't take them too long. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh my gosh, they're doing the thing! They're doing it!" You know. <laughs> um, and so, right. you know, I, I I think that's like a really easy, quick uh, example of um, not becoming weary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all of us go through bigger seasons of not becoming weary. Um, mm where you mm-hmm. have multiple layers of things that you are pressed about. Um, and, and, and I know my like initial reaction to feeling pressed and feeling weary or feeling burdened by circumstances is I either numb out and completely shut off and don't let myself think about those things or mm-hmm. even pray about those things. It's like, that's not happening. I'm, and I'm shut down or the other unhealthy thing I like to do <laughs> is <laughs> I let it burden me so deeply that mm. I am crushed by it. 
And so I find myself often in this place where I, I have to recognize, okay, this is, I'm not in a healthy place. I'm in one of these two extremes. And really where I, where I want to be is in a place where um, I am knowing the truth that if I do not grow weary, that there will be a harvest um, mm-hmm. and that I am able to look at the things in, in the eye and say, okay, yes, but God is who he is. And I trust that this is all meant to be. And yeah. there is goodness here for me and for others. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that right now, just in, in um, the season of life where I'm like, I don't want an amount. And I also don't want to be crushed. I want to mm-hmm. be present and trusting. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting because when you numb out, what you're looking for is peace, right? And when you go deep into the hard thing, it's like, no, but I need to I need to be reconciled with reality. Like I need to be practical. I got to do something about it. But I think you're right when you get to that place where you're like, I need real peace and I need to reconcile with reality. How do mm-hmm. I get there? Mm-hmm. The way we get there is by confessing our our fears that mm-hmm. come from, you know, actually dealing with reality. And then we are given a true peace that isn't just like a momentary numb, mm-hmm. um, you know, the peace that comes from knowing that. Jesus is, has this under control yep. and it, you know, may not work out the way I want it to, but like, if he is the God of the universe and he loves me, then I can trust him mm-hmm. and I can have peace, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know how we got there. Sorry. I just went for it. <laughs> you did. Uh, no, it's good. It's good. Is there like a place or a thing that you do? when you feel worn out, like, how do you, how do you get there? How do you get to that place? If you're like, like you said, if you're in this season of like unhealthy, like what Mm -hmm. not to do Mm -hmm. with my weariness, what's the to do? Like, what's the right thing? That's so interesting. Cause I had a friend ask me, um, has asked me before when I felt this way, she says, well, okay, let's pause for a second. What would, a healthy Vera be doing right now Hmm. if she were interacting with this situation. And it just like, it's really interesting. She didn't try to fix the problem. She didn't Mm -hmm. tell me what to do. She Mm -hmm. like tapped into who I am and said, what would, if you felt so healthy right now and you were staring at this circumstance, what would healthy Vera be doing? And it just like allows me to like put my feet back in where I want to be. Um, Mm. And so my answer to her question when she most recently answered this was, I just said, you know, I, I need to be able to share what I'm feeling. I need to like get these things out of myself (laughs) and share them um, Mm -hmm. and have somebody speak truth back into me. And so whether Mm -hmm. that's a counselor or sharing more with um, a trusted friend, that is a really healthy place for me. Um, And then the other is just, I have to have to, and we say it all the time on here, but like, there is true power in God's word. Mm -hmm. And when I am healthy, it's funny how they go hand in hand. When I'm unhealthy, how I don't want to open my Bible. It's like I said, I don't, even the thing that is uh, maybe feeling burdensome, um, not only do I not think about it, but I don't even want to pray about it. Um, And so if I go to God's word 
and I just sit there and I'm in it, it, he always speaks to me and gives me that peace that you were talking about. And so Mm -hmm. I think that it's those two things. It's, it's going to God's word and it is getting the thing out of me (laughs) (laughs) and having truth be put back in. Yeah. I I'm listening to what you're saying, Vera. And I'm like, I think I would do almost exactly the same thing. Hmm. Like if I'm thinking about the way I think, I think for me, the, the biggest first step is always creating a space for myself and do and doing it intentionally to process. I definitely think processing with another person is important for me, but I, I probably go in the reverse order where I, I have to create a private processing space Mm. (laughs) where I can, for me, it's generally how I get it all out is on paper, you know, Um, because that's just my forever tendency is to write things down first. And that's where I sort of process my thoughts. And then I probably, and I do that usually before the Lord, like it's more of a prayer than a, than a writing project or something. Um, but then I usually will go to the word and then after only after I've already kind of come out on the other side, then I'm like, I need to tell somebody Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to talk about this. But it's like I don't even know how to talk about it until I've done that. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't have words to say even to my husband Mm -hmm. if, if something hard has happened until I actually get to that place where I've put it on paper which sounds so weird. So interesting. Um, we're so different. Yeah, we're so different. But it, it but it, I, I guess it, it's the same thing though. It's like mm-hmm. what you said. You got to get it out. Mm-hmm. I just get it out in a different way. Sure. And then, and then I want to talk about it because it's mm-hmm. like now I have these questions and these thoughts that I've thought about, and now I feel like I can process them with another person. That's good. I think too. Um, just something I'm thinking about you know, what you're saying about how, um, this is going back a little bit, but like, we don't always see the harvest. Like we don't always see, Mm -hmm. um, the seeds that we've planted. And that is true in terms of like, okay, I planted the seed, um, by sharing Jesus with this friend, but then I never saw them again because we parted ways and we got disconnected or whatever. And you don't see the, the, the fruit of that seed, but mm-hmm. um, I was just thinking about how even even still, like we see you see the harvest in your own spirit. So, mm. yes, I have all these circumstances going on. And my hope is for for there to be this abundance coming out of um, the circumstance. But whether or not there is, I am mm-hmm. reaping a harvest in my spirit for the things I'm doing by communing with God by going to his word, by being in community with other people. Like I am receiving now the harvest (laughs) for my quote unquote work of going before, before him. Well, and, and just to kind of zoom out a little bit. So this is, so we're talking about it sort of in a, in a microcosm of the right now of our experience. Um, But this verse is actually, in the context, talking about eternal things. Mm-hmm. It's talking about how when uh, we we sow to the flesh, is what it says, or our selfish desires, that it, it it gives us nothing but death and destruction. It's 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 of it's of no value. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we sow to the spirit and the things of the spirit, the things that that please the spirit, 
then we reap this eternal harvest, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just that the things that we do matter temporally, right, in our own lives. And we see these these fruitful things where we're like, wow, I, I, I've developed this unusual amount of patience over decades of walking with Christ. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you look at older believers and sometimes you're just like, man, how did they get to that place? Well, it's usually through a lot of hard things that they go through where they become more humble or more uh, loving or Christ-like in, in whatever way. Um, but the the end goal isn't that in and of itself. It's this eternal Mm-hmm. harvest that that we are sort of making this these deposits these heavenly deposits in into eternity that what mm-hmm. we do on the earth actually matters and the things that we do matter for eternity either for the eternal waste of you were just selfish and that was a, a dumb idea and that mm-hmm. didn't help anybody especially you mm-hmm. um or this eternal like your soul which is is eternal is becoming more Christ-like and is moving towards Christ-likeness even now and will be made completely like Christ on on the day of his return. So you just like there's there's more to it than just now a temporal kind of harvest harvest. I mean definitely that's in here. But like there is this 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 already of what is wonderful, but the yet to come which is mm-hmm. coming is like, amen, come Lord Jesus. I want that. <laughs> you know, I want the consummation of all the good things when I won't become weary in doing good anymore. In fact, I won't have even temptation to not do good anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that that eternal harvest is, is the hope that we as believers have, that it's not just a, a right now kind of hope, mm-hmm. but it's a, that's in, in a, a beautiful, abundant eternity. Um, yeah. I think about yeah. it all the time, actually. I'm like one of those weird people. Even since I was a kid, I like <laughs> think about how I long for heaven. Like I long mm. for Christ. I long for things to be set right and for yeah. there not to be suffering. Like I tend to be a person who um, takes things on and feels mm-hmm. things deeply. And when somebody is suffering, I can't hardly... I have to be very careful not to like fully put myself in that person's shoes. And so um, I oftentimes am am thinking about how it will all be made right. And that gives me a a hope that, again, it anchors me. This, this verse anchors me that like what, like you said, what we do here matters and everything we endure is, is bigger than this right now. It is also eternal which is good. It, it gives me peace. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, and not only that, but like that little phrase that says at the proper time, we will reap a harvest, you know, like that. I just think that's such a beautiful reminder of like, yes, there is, there is a time that is coming and we don't know it and we won't necessarily get to see it right away, but it's beautiful and it's coming and we can trust that, that, you know, God has, has it, um, for us to come. Yes. So anyway, we are desperately out of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to let you guys go. 
Uh, but Vera, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm super excited for those of you who listen to our podcast regularly. We have a special podcast next week coming out with uh, two special guests who are just here for the week. They are talking about a wonderful Christmas gift that you can do together as a family. They're called Advent Blocks. Uh, just a little teaser here. You want them. They are awesome. Um, but you can go and listen uh, next week to them. And then we will come back and keep talking about our verse for November after that. So there will be awesome. a, like this little special bonus uh, bonus podcast episode. episode. Yeah, bonus. And it's good. It's not just like a an advertisement for Advent Blocks. It's like the founders talking about the coming of Jesus. And it is beautiful. Love so it. you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Vera. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.